Hey, welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm doing good today, Rob. How you doing? Oh, absolutely fantastic. Good. Glad I to think, hear that. You know, it's still early in the morning here, sort of. Oh, I thought we so, weren't doing that anymore. No. Oh, that's right. We're not supposed <laughs> to tell people. You just told everybody we're doing this a different that, time that than we recorded on a different day Damn at a different it. time. That's very true. So um, we'll jump into this one because it's we have a guest on today and it's been a while, actually, because I looked up mm -hmm. how long ago we we had her on. We had her on in August of 2022. That's so crazy. It's been, it's been well over a year, but I actually follow her on the instance. So I actually see her posting stuff with her boyfriend all the time and her doggy. So I actually see her. Um, it is our friend Lexi from... Let's see. We did one on true crime mm -hmm. then. We're going to talk a little bit more about serial killers, but in a different way. I think more of just the fascination. And since she used to do a podcast on that and she has firsthand knowledge of uh, looking up things on serial killers, we'll talk to her. Hi, Lexi. How you doing? Hi, Rob. Hi, Tina. How are y'all doing? Good. Oh, Good to see you. Awesome. It's great yes. to see y'all. Thank you so much for having me back. I really appreciate it. I know I... Oh, or, we yeah, I can't believe it's been since August of 22. I didn't realize it was that long. <laughs> I know, right? I got, I got a little busy. <laughs> got a little busy. <laughs> but, well, you know, life, life has a way of uh, getting in the way of a lot of things. It does. And going That's really fast. Yes, too. it goes yes. so yeah. fast. But I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. And there has been so much that has happened in... Not only true, I mean, the world, but true crime. I mean, we've got globally so much stuff going on, but mm -hmm. I think, um, I think, yeah, now talking about fascination with serial killers is great because there's so much information that is out now and people have access to it. There are documentaries that are out. Um, there's, um, there's more podcasts that are out more, I mean, TikToks now that are popping out. Like you could people want to get a quick little um, excerpt about something, they can just type it into Google and TikTok's like the first thing that pops up. That's crazy now. It's not a new story. It's a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I find it interesting that, that serial killers obviously have always been a topic. Um, probably, I mean, long before you were born, the seventies obviously were um, like the Hillside Strangler, <laughs> Ted Bundy, you know, the Zodiac killer. There's a lot of things that happened in the seventies that I think a lot of people either don't know about, or they're kind of the, the scratch, the surface of how to get into, you know, uh, serial killers. Um, I know, I think Zach Efron did a, um, a Ted Bundy biopic not too he long did. ago. Mm -hmm. No, I haven't seen it, but I heard he did. He really did. Good. He did a great job. It was on Netflix and he did an amazing job on it. And I think, you know, since you do know about serial killers, I think Ted Bundy is kind of that shoehorn into, hey, crazy people and don't get caught in the trap of what they do. Yeah, I think so. For me, like Ted Bundy was the classic, like whenever I was reading up on Ted Bundy, for me, I was like, I, I was always taught situational awareness. So for him to come up out of nowhere and have like his arm broken, but being a server, I'm like, why are you here? Go home. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> but I'm mm-hmm. also thinking I've got my medical background too. So I'm like, okay, like you're going to get an infection. You're going to do all this. So I wanted to know, like, whenever I saw things like that happen, like how did, how did these victims get in these situations and how could mm-hmm. we possibly prevent that? That was my interest and fascination into it. And so that Ted Bundy really fascinated me. And I think it was really smart of them to get Zach Efron because a lot of women in my age group, they are like, oh, hey, I know him from High School Musical. Maybe this right. could be a good idea or maybe it was a great way to make some money. I don't know. For me, I'm optimistic. I'm hope it's like, all right, everybody pay attention. <laughs> uh, I think with him, because he was such a good looking guy for the time period, you know, that he really roped women in and he did do a lot of crazy shit because he had like he had a vw bug that was like uh, always breaking down but uh, always had a way to pick people up like you're right there was a lot of like tell signs Mm -hmm. but you know he suckered people in absolutely he really did he people want to know or people want to believe what they want to believe anyway though and i think women are definitely single women i think are definitely drawn to to that you know they're they want to believe what they want to believe and if it's a good looking guy they'll they'll kind of go along with it for a while absolutely and then some a lot longer than others absolutely and i mean it and it also depends like on the like where are you at in your life um what if you're vulnerable ted bundy also knew he um i think he had studied law i'm yeah Mm -hmm. so but he also i mean so you have to take some psychology classes with that so he knew a little bit about freud he knew about um sigmund and he i i feel like he knew enough to get into people's heads not enough to be like oh it's obvious but like just enough he was just smart about it and i don't mean like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh let's idolize him i just mean like there's a reason he got away with what he did for so long. He was calculated. He was, he was very calculated. Yep. And he was also, he was from the pictures at that time period, he was considered a good looking guy. And he was. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody's preferences, but I mean, that was, that was the standard. That's the reporting. I mean, they, they, shot him out as this good looking guy and then they again cast Zach Efron in it. Here you go. I think with him too that you know obviously he manipulated young college mm-hmm. girls who who at the time of no social media, no way to really check backgrounds of anyone. You know, the 70s unless you could, you know, unless you knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody, there was no um step words back to find out about any human beings at those times. And there was so, also a naive, a naivety about, um, about the time and people like not, they weren't raised to be, um, looking up behind their shoulder all the time. It was just a different period of time. Well, we were just coming out of the sexual revolution as well, where everyone was very open about, you know, free love and that kind of thing. So, he he did it in multiple states as well. I, I think that's another thing too. He traveled across and he made the mistake of going to Florida. Yeah, I think if he didn't go to Florida, he would have been he would have gotten away with it a lot yeah. longer. But 
He came came to because Florida. One, he came to Florida, and when they catch you in Florida, they kill <laughs> yes. you. So they 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 don't play over. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know after and he the other weird thing about him is that he did study law, so he defended himself, which is dumb. Did he really? Yes. Which is super <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Super dumb. Just stay quiet. But I also think he was. I think he was hoping that he could um, use his looks and his way of talking to talk his way mm-hmm. out of it. You know, because there were women on the jury. There was a lot of things that I think, you know, went forward. And it again he made a mistake and got locked up, and you know, years later got executed. We were talking a little bit off air before. Um, and of course, I think the biggest one that most people know is Jack the Ripper, where the media in England, <laughs> even in the time period, like blew it out of proportion. I mean, not out of proportion. I shouldn't say that. That's not what I mean. It was well documented in the papers in not only England, but throughout Europe. Because this guy was dismembering human beings. It wasn't like just like, oh, he stabbed them to death. He did horrible things to them. Or they did. I guess we don't know for sure. But due to what they think, it was obviously a male. He did horrible things. So Jack the River, they still didn't identify who exactly it was. No. Never caught him. They didn't. There didn't have been um, there have been some thoughts about it being a female only because like sometimes of the brutality of it. Some of it seems like like really passionate and they're like, oh, could have been out for revenge. And sometimes males don't do that. They're just like, all right, right. I'm doing this and I'm scared. I'm about to go run and hide. But sometimes there are female killers who will do things and it. You can tell it's like, oh, OK, she was mad. Um, let me see. Right. I'm looking up to see what the last one. I, I thought, um, I want to say, remember when I was still scrubbing, I remember they, I thought they found some stuff on him and I want to say in like November of last year. Um, yeah, which is pretty wild that these cases are like still widely open. Yeah. And Obviously, with the DNA information and that still we being have, investigated all these years later, yeah. I just think that it's it's because it's so high profile, and they. I think that they have several different people that are, um, known to maybe be the killer. There's several people that are like, oh, it's like they. I know there's one doctor. Yep, Doctor Thomas name was. Nelly Cream. There that you guy. Go. He that they think because of for one how the people were dissected mm-hmm. and cut, they think it might have been a doctor. And he had um there was motives somewhere in between there. Because I know a lot of them were prostitutes. Yeah. Because in that time period, yeah, th- there were lots of streetwalkers in London. Yeah, and, and that can make a lot of sense for the doctor angle too, because if they're still trying to like figure out um yeah, I mean, they're still practicing medicine and I'm not condoning this whatsoever. I'm just saying I could understand the angle. But I mean, at that time frame, they're trying to get bodies. I mean, there were mass graves that were there. So why would they want to go to a grave when they could easily get, you know, someone who's not 
yeah, really looked after or someone that, I don't know, you know, like prostitute. Yeah. It, it was, it was easier in that time mm-hmm. period as well, where you have less police presence that, that were out at night. It was a very small group of officers. Um, you had very, very dark time period, right? Cause the, the lights in the city weren't like they are today. Um, so it was, I think a lot easier to get away with things. And we talked off air before we got on to forensics just weren't what they are. Not at all. You know, not, you know, you were lucky if you could find maybe a print and, and they couldn't really separate blood. Like if there was blood there, that was the killers. They would have never known. They would have just been mixed in where you have much easier ways of finding DNA and, and doing that today. So from there, I think the fascination of the killer probably started because obviously before that we had mass killers and con and you like, you know, people killed people way before Jack the Ripper. But this became something of a media circus in Europe, which obviously kept going through the time periods. Did y'all hear a lot about um, Dr. H.H. Holmes as well? I um I heard some stuff about him potentially being the Ripper as well. Like there was a weird connection on Reddit of him potentially being the Ripper as well. But I just like I said, I think there were several people that they could they could just not pin it on them. You know, they they interviewed lots of people that they thought could have been the killer at that time period, but there just wasn't enough to pin it on them and. Those people who they probably did um, get in there either were great at interviewing and just, you know, talk their way out of it, or they were just not um, crazy and and were like, look, and they and they could say they were in different places at different time periods. I think as the things started rolling forward, at least to me, because I'm me, me and Tina are both. Um, a lot a little bit older than you are just the seven don't put me in that rob don't put me yeah, in like what a year I, I, i'm trying to be <laughs> like that. a year right yeah yeah exactly Couple months? That, yeah. lexi's like two two years younger yeah, than this um, <laughs> uh, two decades probably just a um, baby shut up actually, more than that shut you're, up. you're yeah you're you're only in your 20s no right? i just turned 30 <laughs> okay Happy well you're, you're still two decades younger than us but um, so to me, I, the seventies is when the craze, at least for me is when it restarted up because I, you know, I know the hillside strangler, the Zodiac killer, Ted Bundy. These are the ones that were, that jump out at me. Cause like the hillside strangler was us. That was, was in our neck of the woods. Our, yeah. It was yeah. in our neck of the woods that happened in the San, right outside the San Fernando Valley in California. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad worked for the state of California at the time. And this is where they were starting to find these bodies, you know, uh, not that he did, but it was known that these things were happening. And I think that's when the media circus really, really started. Well, yeah, here it did for sure, because that guy was, was targeting people in the Valley that we lived in at the Mm -hmm. time. And well, the Zodiac killer as well up North where, you know, 
and that he was sending these letters to the media. Yeah. This is where they they understood that they could use the media to um, make their ego inflate. Mm-hmm. I, because we now know that, that they love that. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if, do you give them a voice? Like I go back and forth with my podcast. Sometimes I'm like, do you give them a voice? Like, are you trying to idolize them or are you like giving them, I mean, they're always going to have their market history. Um, for me, I think Mm -hmm. the biggest, some of the biggest murders were the, the Manson family murders, because how do you get a whole Mm -hmm group of people Mm -hmm. it's a cult but then charlie never did anything he claims to have never murdered anybody that doesn't doesn't make any sense to me and then to say it's a race war but then you're also playing love and all that like there's there's so many different components to it and then also the media and then okay so with the mansons um i'm in the Right now, I actually, I'm not going to say I'm reading it. It's on my list to read, my to be read. Um, I have the chaos book and it's about Manson and like the LSD and about how they were potentially like the government did the whole Manson murder or like, let me backtrack, how basically the government created Manson and made him the little loony tune that he is. Um, now, Correct. I haven't read all that, so I don't know if my little excerpt is 100% true, but that's what I gathered from it. So we'll come back to it. <laughs> but there are there are rumors that he was part of a government trial to see what would happen if you gave people mass doses of LSD. And there were many people inside this experiment that ended up in the Manson family. No, I didn't Again, hear that. But yeah, that's but, see, that's the thing about this. The fashion fascination with serial killers. I don't have it. Right. I hear stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm just going to turn the radio on instead of watching <laughs> TV or I'm going to I I really do keep all of it. So out of my range of thought that. I don't have that fascination. So I, when, when I met you, I was like, how come she wants to know about this? It's so like, it's so gruesome and so, um, hopeless is like how I see it. You know, with serial killers, it's like the things they do, I don't know that they'd ever be, they're never going to be, um, they can never evolve from it. They're always going to be who they are. They're going to die being a serial killer that, that does these things. And for me, I just couldn't get into it. Couldn't buy into it. The only one that really the hillside strangler, because it affected everybody. I, my family knows people that were victims of what he did. And, um, I don't know. I just try to stay completely out of it. Well, I mean, that makes sense. If you, if you've gone through something like that, something super impactful, and that's a huge mark in history, but you were living that. Yeah. And so why would you want to be connected to it? Why would you want to dive into it? You wouldn't at all. Yeah. It was so yeah. funny. Cause at the time it was going on, I was babysitting kids that were my age cause they were afraid to be alone because this guy was coming through windows and, and just, 
just doing whatever he did. Like there was no, there didn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Mm -hmm. And kids were afraid to say, kids my age were afraid to stay alone. So I was called to babysit everybody. And I'm like, they're my age. Why am I babysitting? But the fear that they had where I just tuned it out, which is apparently what I do. (laughs) Well, I, I, I think also, you know, for our time period, um, was the night soccer, mm-hmm. yeah. which is another here's here's my thing, Lex. What, what do you think? Do you think that we should? And I hate to say pump them up, but I think that's what the media does. Mm-hmm. And they and they do it either. Purposely or unpurposely, but I, I don't know if it's a helpful thing, because most of these people who are serial killers are narcissistic assholes. I, I agree. So I, I think the issue, it's like a fine line to walk on because like you want to, you don't want to pump them up. You don't want to glorify them, but you also want to be able to make people aware of what's going on and you can't hide any information. So you're kind of like at the news, it's their, I guess it's kind of their duty to say like, Hey, this is what's going on. And you can't really withhold any information and so like the police they have their steps that they have to take and their information that they can release and things like that and yes the news outlets that's on them they want to spin it they want to take it they want to take all the clippings and do all that stuff they've been doing that since the dawn of time it's like the game of telephone but mm-hmm. it's up to you to sit there and actually read between the lines and actually read what's going on and like look at the bigger picture and see so i think for which, which is why I was like, oh, should I do this? Should I talk about serial killers? Should I talk about true crime? Should I? Because like, I don't, I'm not horrifying anybody. Like I met, I met right. Chris Watts. Fuck that guy. He sucks. My ex sucks. They were working together. Sucks. They were shitty people. But these people are literally right there next to you. I had an employee that stalked me an hour and a half home across state lines and the police didn't do anything about it. I did police reports, all this stuff and just things don't happen. But if you don't talk about it, people don't know about it. So these are only killers and not, I mean, not killers, but like, well, yeah, killers, but these are events and crimes that have happened that we know about. So I kind of feel like, we should talk about it. I don't know. For me, I feel like I should talk about it. I love to talk. So I'm going to sit there and tell you. And I listen, I told y'all people he was talking to me. I was going to end up in a body bag. I'm not doing it. I'm out. <laughs> you know, when I heard the statistic that you, that you come into contact, everybody comes into contact with, with serial killers at least 12 times in their lifetime. So I don't, I hope I never have. I mean, <laughs> I really do, but that's kind of scary. It's, and it's a, it's a big statistic. It's not, you know, I didn't think that it was, well, I never even thought about how many times I came into contact. I just assumed I hadn't and want to continue to assume and that. Okay. But if that's, if that's what's going on, like that makes me think in a whole different world than I'm used to dealing with. <laughs> Yeah, I think the thing is, it's it's not a black and white issue. Obviously, I agree with you, Lex. The media has to at least say, look, things are happening. Mm-hmm. And and to be um, careful and 
you know, know where you're at and know your surroundings. And, and I think that these are things that should be taught, you know, obviously our parents generally do. Where my line is, is, you know, when you start giving them a name and, and and they give them a moniker and unfortunately that's what, you know, like the night stalker (laughs) or the hillside strangler, it, it generally is where the crime starts or what, or, or how they're doing it. And this is then feeding them until they get caught that the more they do, the more notoriety they get, the more um, they're stacking their ego up. And, and and that's where the fine line, you know, reads. And, and I see both sides of it. You have to, you have to say something about it, but my problem now with the media, and it probably also escalated, the Night Stalker was huge, and I know you were probably not even born during Mm-mm. the Night Stalker. It was every day, long periods on the news. It was always the lead-in story. All day, it every was, day. Yeah, and it was always like, hey, they found this. Hey, they found that. And then it was in the beginning of 20, the 24-hour news cycle. So this is when cable just TV in was. your head all day. It was just always. 24-7. It's so, tiring. And then, you know, then the OJ thing, you know, obviously with OJ, it wasn't a serial killer, but it was a killer who already had a name or who was, you know, mm-hmm. may have been the killer. Allegedly. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. Alleged, allegedly, he killed him. Oh, come on. Those gloves didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> exactly. So for me, there's the, the media. It, you're right. It's a double edged mm-hmm. sword, right? You, you can only have so much news and then so much of pumping them up. I just think it's a dangerous thing, but then we feed into it, Absolutely. right? We have documentaries on serial killers. We have books, we have, and, and to be fair to most writers, the people who write about serial killers are generally just telling you the, the, the story, the story of what happened and as much of the true things that they found. Yeah facts you know murder weapons whatever so i don't want to do that i think the television and movie side is a whole other monster absolutely you know uh, you know without getting too crazy but making a monster is making a monster right the this show where they pretty much made somebody into a killer we are doing that yeah and he didn't do it, he knew it. <laughs> so so who are I you th- talking about oh, i forgot what the guy's name is it was on netflix yeah it? Um, or, making- i'm really happy i gave up watching most tv because you guys are talking about things that i i don't think i'd sleep anymore and that's okay yeah, it's, it's i mean a, uh what is it um oblivion is bliss is that is that the saying? I don't I don't know the saying. I think I think not knowing about it is is almost better. I mean, I, to some degree. I mean, obviously, if you know that, that that there's a killer in your neighborhood, you should be well aware, and mm-hmm. and you should probably change how you're living, right? Yeah. Um, I'm super paranoid. Um, and I say Same. that in the nicest way. I'm just very reactive of what I do. When I walk out of a supermarket, I look at the parking lot and I look around to see who's there and where people are. You're right. Situational awareness is is key. Uh, and I think that most people should 
learn that. You should understand that if there's someone who's bothering you, you should look for an exit route. You should know where things are. I'm really crazy when I get in my car in the morning and I live in a pretty nice neighborhood and in a very well-lit parking. I get in my car, I start it, I lock the door. It's the first thing mm-hmm. I do, regardless. Because yep. yep. I don't want anyone to be able to walk up and just open the door. Yeah, that's one thing my dad um, always taught the me. Other thing lock the doors. Been, yeah. The other thing, too, is the misconception of that you have to warm your car up. It's absolute nonsense. Get in your car, start it, and leave. Thank you. If you need to go somewhere else to do something, go somewhere else. Because if there's someone who knows what you're doing, they're going to be able to stop you. That's just, you know, the the thing. I'm also crazy. I'll run your ass over. Don't stand behind my car. <laughs> Listen, there it, is a reason I got a big car too. For you. <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah. It, unfortunately, you're probably going to get hurt. Uh, that's just the way things are. I'll worry about it afterwards. Got insurance. Uh, we'll figure it it's out. It's not worth my life. It, and and I, I didn't try to see him. Yeah. It happened so fast. Or, or if someone says something to me, like, yeah, the <clears> officer <throat> will go, What happened? Uh, he was standing behind my car and didn't move. I moved him. <laughs> I moved him. Uh, <laughs> we don't say that, Rob. You basically say, I never saw him. I don't know where he came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, my whole thing, well, no, I'm saying, like, let's say someone came up to your car and had a knife, right? <laughs> And tried to open the door and then couldn't. And then was walking around the back of your car. I'm hitting Absolutely. It. It, it's unfortunate. It, it's unfortunate for the poor guy. But I'm not going to stand around and wait for someone to try to kill are me. Are the it's, laws that's yeah. different in California? Well, I guess the laws are different in California. Let me the laws not are even very pretend to ask. California. <laughs> no. You can't it, even it, shoot them. You can't even shoot them unless they're in your house. So yeah. if you shoot them outside, you can drag, you drag them inside and say it. Scooted his way in, so I shot his ass again. I don't know what he to tell you. So here, yeah. unlike, unlike the state that you're living in at this particular time period, <laughs> you we have a duty to retreat in this state. A duty to retreat? A mm-hmm. duty to... Dead... <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's what it's is called. Is that a real thing? It is. Duty to retreat. So we got to get out, educated outside here. Of your, outside of your home, you have a duty to retreat. So if someone would <laughs> pull up, a pull out a knife, you're supposed to run first, not You're supposed react. to take a take a step back before you cra- cap them in the ass. Oh, so, okay, cool. Yes. Crazy. So <laughs> e- even if you're allowed to carry a firearm in this in this state, you have a duty to retreat. Hang on. In your state, <laughs> you have the right. You have the right to uh, <laughs> fire first. She first asked yeah, questions later. Right, hang on. Yeah. I got a knife. Wait, hang on. Yeah. I'm gonna run away real quick. Okay, thanks. Bye. No. Yeah. It, I'm gonna take a few it, steps back, make it look like I'm getting away no, from you. It's absurd. Yeah. No, if you come at me, yeah. I, my duty is to protect my home. And guess what? That extends to anywhere well, I'm well, at, baby. <laughs> That's right. Actually, if you're out and about where you live, you you have the right. If someone pulls a knife out, you can shoot them mm-hmm. first. Absolutely. Without know a doubt. your laws, baby. And That's it. Unfortunately, it should be like that everywhere. I, but so too. It is. Um, so, I, and, and I think you'd have way less issues with this kind of thing um, 
all over the country. Uh, look, I don't. We shouldn't sugarcoat this. Most people who are killed are women, mm-hmm. and there's a reason. They're they're you're generally a smaller, weaker, and and this is not me more distracted. Ah, uh, I think. I think young people now are going to start getting killed because they're all they're all. Distracted. They have their phones glued to their oh. hands. You got to sit there and smack them out of there. True. You have to like, you have to limit screen time. They have that now on the on the apps. Like I was looking at the new updates because I have yeah. to um, I have to put the closed captions on now because um, my hearing and stuff. And so then I was looking at all the accessibility features and everything else and the screen time. I was looking in that, just talking to my parents. They're like, "Yeah, we have that. Why?" Why can't you just tell them? I'm not, this is not my parents. I'm just thinking about in general, like, why can't, why are we at that point now? I remember when the iPhone came out and I remember whenever I first got a phone, my parents were like, all right, go put your phone over here in this room. Over there. Yeah. And then that was it. Then I went to bed, but now I have screen time. Well, I I think, I think we find that that's the problem, right? Um, A lot of people who are getting um, attacked or issues, People will get in their car now, start it, and then get on their phone. Yep. Like, so we are easily distracted now as a culture. So you are easily more a victim. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think what you said from the very beginning is situational awareness will at least keep you um, somewhat safer. Um, People who want to attack you are going to attack you, but these type of people are generally not running up and just stabbing them and running They're They're, um, have psychological issues. So they're taking you, keeping you, raping you, then mm-hmm. killing you. These are the general steps of, of those type of killers. Um, and, and some of them have been kept for a long period of time. Once they find the body, they know that they were chained down, kept, Bed. Mm-hmm. crazy shit people are just crazy there was a duo um a military duo they were uh it was a marine and army <clears throat> veteran duo and they had like this whole camp and there were bodies that were just buried underneath their compound and it was just like mm-hmm. hey, okay and it's like you really don't know who people are and this was like right down no. the road from like a neighborhood it's i remember mm-hmm. My dad told me about that story, and I was like, "Oh, Charles, Charles Ng, I think was his name. Charles Ng. I think those are the <clears throat> things too that we that fascinate us with these type of thing is that when they happen in neighborhoods that you would think are safe, mm-hmm. and a lot of them do happen in neighborhoods that are safe. This isn't most of these serial killers aren't in the inner city. These are people who." have time motive um, can easily do things. So these generally happen in the suburbs where people aren't keeping an eye on you all the time, or you're just the neighbor down the yep. street. They're like, Oh, that's just bill. Bill would never do anything crazy like that. You know? And like you said, bill has a closet full of bodies or, you know, they're finding people stuffed in malls and they don't find out until the neighbor comes over and the house. <laughs> it, these are like, these are things that have happened with people, right? They just, they don't know. The thing know is and- we don't know our neighbors anymore. Like yeah. I, I live right now directly across the street from a pedophile. Yeah. 
because of what is it? Angie's not Angie's mm-hmm. act. Is it Angie's uh, Angie's law? I think mm-hmm. Angie's law. Right. Mm-hmm. they have to register, but now they only have to register for 10 years. What? So I know firsthand that he, I, yes, I know firsthand that he did it, but now he doesn't have to register oh. years later. And he did it to his own children. Angie's Yikes. law, is that so, I'm about to research that. I think that's what it's called. There's a website you can go on that tells you years. how many people they are in your neighborhood. They are. No. So you can go on, I think it's angieslaw.com. You can type in your zip code and it'll tell you all the registered sex offenders um, in your neighborhood. I'm going to get it. And they're not all registered. No, I know. And that's because so we, know, crazy. we know that he was, we know that he was, and he, this was years ago when my mom was still alive and they checked that and he was not on it. So <laughs> my mom raised hell and he had to go and get, they came out and told him you need to register again. And so he registered but um, yeah, then they changed just recently. I want to say they changed the law and now it's 10 years. So after 10 years of doing whatever the hell you want to do to children, you're you're free to roam again. That doesn't make sense to me because that's something that I don't think gets fixed in 10 years. No, because that child no, is not fixed mental, in 10 years. Well, and oh, your sorry. brain it's, to want to do that. It's called Megan's Law. Megan's, Megan's Law. That's it. I Megan's knew it was. Law. Yeah. So on our side of the world, meganslaw.ca.gov is the website that you can check. So this is for California, mm-hmm. I'm sure in your mm-hmm. state, because this is what I did. I just put sex offenders website. Okay. If you did it in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. Lex, I bet you there is. Yeah. One. It's it is definitely not not something you want to do. Like it, it's unfortunate. Like here, I'll put, I'm yeah. looking at it right now. So. On ours, you can let's see. Please enter all. Oh, you have to put you have to put your whole address oh. at least. And on my side, let's see if there's anybody in my neighborhood. This will, I'm sure, make me happy. Yeah, I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> That's well, a whole different podcast. Well, <laughs> well, not really, because I think a lot of these people could end up being huh. killers. Well, I think so. The guy probably be more the guy that on Bumble who I had met. He was a registered mm-hmm. sex offender and I, it took me like having to go and look him up and see that. And most people, you don't know, but I, listen, I will Google you. I don't care. I expect you to Google me too. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. I never do that. <laughs> I need to start doing that. Like, mm-hmm. You're, you're going to see me and my puppy. <laughs> like, that's it. But some of these people, like all, all I had to do, type in that name, and it's a mugshot. It's you can go on this. Stuff. Is it really that it easy? It is that yeah. easy. No, yes, shit. and you can do it, and it takes okay. digging. And like so, in in the past ten years, medical killings have been also a thing too. There's been a lot for like. Um, a lot of allied health professionals that are um, assisting or killing a lot of surgeons, things like that. Um, nurses, you name it. And it doesn't matter like what profession you're in. It's just how can you do it? And if you like have a motive to want to hurt somebody or kill somebody. Um, and I think that um, I think being able to get a record of it, you're not 
like Rob was saying earlier, you can't get away with a lot of stuff now because everything is on public mm-hmm. record. Like some of the some of the doctors, if they're trying to go like Dr. Death, he definitely should have been caught. A lot of these places don't vet who they hire and they just say, okay, cool. That sounds like a great name. That sounds like a great company. Let's go ahead and go there. But if they would actually taken their time and done the research, this guy didn't do his training. He didn't do the complete stuff. They, a lot of people don't ask surrounding people of who like for, for job interviews, I wish they would ask, like get actual peer references and like see what's going on because I could tell you a whole lot about it, but then I know legality wise, you probably can't do that, but whatever. But so d- just for, for funsies and, and I put in my mm-hmm. zip code, there are 30 offenders in just my zip. That's code. terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. And so and I bet this you is, there's more in mind. <laughs> Let me look. Uh, probably. I'll look at uh, all, that, Although that's not something you really want to like. Uh, I'm going to put oh, in. And then, I'm going to put I in also my, heard it's up to 16 that you see in your lifetime serial killers. Oh. According to BuzzFeed. So, so in 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 my old zip code in the valley, there's 24. Is that my zip code? No, yours. I don't know your zip code, but it's mine was Northridge. So okay. Well, nine one three two five. I literally just googled sex offenders near me, and it just popped up. <laughs> like a whole list of people it's just in the county and so just think about this that these are the things that that you should need you really need to know in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. because these are the people who if and and again i don't want to put sex offenders and serial killers in the same ballpark but there could be things that are um tiptoe close to each Mm -hmm. other right they usually find out the serial killers were either molested um obviously they're animal killers there's a lot of things that when you start putting these people together in bunches there's a lot of things that they find are very similar so these are just things that i think that being um knowing your aware your situational awareness and knowing where you're from and knowing the neighborhood you live in it's just good to know and and look, that I think if there are sex offenders in your neighborhood, they should be on a list. You should know who's down the street from you. Yeah. You should be able to know like, oh, yeah, this <laughs> is an issue. And again, I, I don't want to put those in the same ballpark, but like I'm, I'm not one for people who do anything to children. So I could give two shits that that these, you know. They're they're not good human beings. Listen, so. my my friends, we've got to shoot your local pedophile, blast it all over Facebook, Christmas cards, all that stuff on there. I those are probably the funniest. I don't want to say funniest, but it's like, how else are you going to? A lot of people are like, oh, you're making fun of it, but it's like, how else are you going to make light of a situation? Like it's this is morbid, mm-hmm. but this is what's going on. So. Or I'm I'm from a standard ground state. I'm from Texas. So yeah. you know, it's we're we're gonna be who we are. And I think, but I'm not saying, you know, people are gonna go out guns blazing and I'm around here waving mine around or whatever, but I do think that just be aware and make whatever decisions you feel is comfortable for yourself. 
You don't need to go get all crazy. You don't need to be an extremist. Just be stay in your own lane and just be aware. People are going to do what they're going to do. So you have that information, use it and protect yourself. Exactly. I think it's very interesting, mostly on the Megan's Law one. Um, so there's little um, it looks like a Google map, really, um, with the little, you know, your little drops of where people are. And there's there's a guy literally like within walking distance of my house. Um, but the you can actually click on him and it, and it shows their mugshot and it tells you what their offense is and everything. It's pretty, um, pretty detailed, pretty invasive. Pretty detailed, actually. Yeah, yeah. for them. I mean, it tells you their date of birth, their picture, what what they did, what their offense was, when they were released. So, look, people, you use the things that you have around you to make sure that you're, because you may be around somebody who, you know, has done some pretty hideous shit, and those things might end up happening to the people in your neighborhood. I don't know. I, I think that these are the type of things that we all need to do to keep people safe. Um, to keep us away from people who might do harm and the people who do end up doing these hideous crimes of serial killing are the people that never, they never had a, an idea. We'll see Dahmer like, you know, Dahmer's the big guy of our generation, probably, or the new generation. Yeah, Dahmer is a um, little confusing to me. I don't, I don't understand his psychology at all. It, I mean, he obviously had some um, issues with his sexuality, mm-hmm. um, because you know he would, he said he wasn't. Um, gay, but obviously, yeah, his ended actions up. were doing a little something different. Yeah, and I mean, the the guy uh, did just hideous shit to people. The whole thing of drilling people's heads, and I mean, he basically made them zombies. Yeah. Like he was drugging the shit out of people. A, a, a very bizarre individual obviously he he was hurting like Dahmer was hurting a lot and I think a lot of killers like a lot of serial killers are and I wonder like what if somebody just took the time to like talk to him be like dude what is going on with you like what's wrong can can I help you with something like not to go killy body or anything but like do you want to talk about what's going on in your brain right now right yeah, and and I think that uh, he had social issues, mm-hmm. and once they opened up that book of like interviewing parents, and you know he had he had parental issues. He had there was a lot of things that were wrong that kind of took him down this path. Um, once but once they opened that they they you start putting things together of like he killed animals as a child Mm -hmm. and then that kind of took him down the path of of what was next um not not that i want to correlate that but obviously those are the things that once you look into serial killers it's almost in all of them that they killed animals as children And and i don't mean like going hunting i mean killed yeah like they have some weird tendency to like just physically with their bare hands 
take an animal's life. Mm -hmm. That is what they're just drawn to do. And normally torture Mm -hmm. it before they kill it. Correct. So I think, you know, the fascination with this is, is not going to go right. There there's more and more documentaries. There's more books. There's more things that, that drive us to this. Uh, We know we said something off the air and, and and I don't know because I I haven't dove into it, but it it is more apt to be done by females, right? The, the, podcasts like you said like they're mostly female driven um a, a lot of memes go along of, of like hey you know my girlfriend or wife is into watching serial killer documentaries yeah. I, I don't understand it because i'm really not a huge fan of it either have i watched them sure um but i think mine is more on the side of like you said you you kind of want to try to understand the psychological behavior of horrible people so you don't get caught in the whirlwind of horrible people (laughs) that you can kind of start seeing the signs and go i gotta bail out of this shit now Mm -hmm. or get away from this type of person before something bad happens or go to the police and say hey this guy is doing this 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 and this um like I watched the one on Gacy, which guy was just a fucking goof. Where's his business card at? But he was a, but he was a clown. Literally, like this guy <laughs> literally was a party clown that killed children. And then he was also in a politics. Yeah. How does that make sense? Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. weird. Well, if you look at the moral background of people that are in politics, it totally makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of true. Right. Um, and and yeah. they found like, I, I don't know how many bodies they found. 33. Floorboards. 33 bodies. Jesus. Yeah. Like this guy. See, Lexi, was, you know way too much. <laughs> I have, my brain well. is so weird. Trust me. I try to figure it out all the time. My boyfriend's like, can you just not? We'll be sitting there and I'm like, hey, did you know? <laughs> He's like, just no. <laughs> no, that, that's, no, that's funny. Can you just not? <laughs> but he's also like he's so sweet because like he'll put on shows that he knows that i'll just get so interested in and then he'll go do whatever he wants it's great like true crime shows you, he knows did you hear about like, oh, you like that did you hear about the one guy who used his local uh, sex offender website to hunt down people and kill them. Was he, yeah. was he was he was he getting sex offenders or was oh. he? Yeah. Oh no. Well, he was, yeah. yeah. He ended up getting caught, yeah. but um, I think he was killing him with a hammer. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Guys, yeah. can't do yeah. that. I forgot. There was some personal yeah. shit yeah. going on with him and for look, sure. There, it, there was. The, he was actually raped as a child. We can't. Um, we can't do that, guys. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not condoning that. I would never condone such a thing. Yep, but he, it, it is a true story. Get him in Florida, then you could just shoot him because he came mm-hmm. at you. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Let's go to Florida. Yeah, but it just goes to show you. Like, oh, like, look at this. Can you y'all know, see this? That's and even they snapped. Oh, the yeah, there he is, right there. Yep. It's terrifying. That's him. Gacy. And then this was that, his business card that he had. 
and he was a he yeah. was just a contractor and he would sit there and it would um back in the day because it was a lot of men at the time they were just being sneaky and creepy and they couldn't admit that they had other sexual tendencies um and i think that was a lot of the problem too is like if you want to find out about yourself, go ahead and find out about yourself, but like do it safely and don't push it on anybody else. Don't shove it down anybody's throat. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever you need to do, but like do behind closed doors safely. Anyway, the cruising, um, that, I think, I think that probably would have helped Dahmer some, maybe, maybe not, but he was, anyway, with Gacy, he was a contractor and he would go around cruising and he would sit there in the parks and he would wait for like little boy or like teenagers to come up and like talk to him. And he would like go and drive around and look for these boys. And the cruising was a terminology that they would do in that time period. And that was just normal. And yeah. that whole political ring that he was, Gacy was a part of, they were all in on it. All of them. Right. Well, you notice that when, not getting off topic, but when, um, when there's a huge like sex ring going on, there's a lot of politicians in it, a lot of big names, people, everybody knows they're, they're involved mm-hmm. in it. And, and that, you know, it makes you kind of wonder what the hell is going on when people have too much money though, they have, they have too much time on their hands. They have too much that they could do and get away with. So it's kind of a creepy humble. situation. Look, look, look at the guy who hung himself in prison. He had a whole Island full of them. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, hung himself allegedly with the cameras off. Allegedly, yeah, and the cameras just happened to be off when it happened. Mm-hmm. They had to off him because he knew too much. <laughs> Shut up. Well, and, and and look at this. Look, the the woman who helped mm-hmm. him had a black book that she got convicted, and no names came out of that book. Make that make sense? How? How how does this kind of well, first of all, why do we let it happen as a society? These are things that we need to stop doing. Um, but th- these are people who that guy was a serial rapist mm-hmm. or serial child, you know, um, factory. These are things that are that are no different than being a serial killer. This guy was ruining people just as bad. He just wasn't taking lives. He was ruining them forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I was just gonna say, it's amazing. Like not, not only that, but like even in the, um, like in the child star industry, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people like coming out now talking about, Oh, like, Hey, this happened to me, this happened to me. And I remember when yeah. I was a kid, like I wanted to, I was a part of a talent agency and I got to audition for, um, Wizards of Waverly Place. And I remember like, oh man, that'd be so cool. You know? And then Selena Gomez is out there doing that. And I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. Both are in the same town, whatever. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting back at it now and I'm hearing like all the different stories come out and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so glad I have, I went through what I went through and I didn't go through that because I'm on the other side of it now. I don't know if I can handle it, but it's mm-hmm. like that is crazy and that happens every single day and there are people like the stuff with the um with that one family and that one singer that had the picture in in the cabo um 
all of that's coming out and talking about how, oh, I didn't do that film. Yes, you did. There's like receipts of you signing off on the document saying that you did it. Right. So anyway, Look, the, <laughs> we, we know there's a, the fascination of a lot of different things is obviously brought Hollywood to do films that are based on all these things with the exception of things that hurt them. Yes. Like, I don't think, I don't think you're ever going to see an Epstein biopic. And if you do, it'll be done by an ultra conservative, you know, news agency that, that can get away with it because nobody wants any of that shit coming Mm -hmm. out. Serial killers are business. Uh, You know, look, as many people badmouth the Dahmer one, and there was mm-hmm. a lot that obviously, mostly former victims, families. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch it all, so I don't know if they glorified him, but from what I understand, it really didn't glorify him. Like they didn't make him out to be anything other than a piece of shit. I don't, I don't think it glorified him. I think a lot of people are looking to argue for stuff. They want to just get mad about stuff. Like that's what I think it is. Now, again, on the other side of that, I'm also not a victim of a serial killer. My grandmother did get murdered in Chicago, but again, I don't like, we don't know anything about that information. It's, you know, things like that, but I'm not, I'm I'm not there. I can't speak for the victims, but if the victims Mm -hmm. have a problem with it, if their families have a problem with it, then okay. But Again, that goes back to the media cutting and clipping and saying all this stuff. That's I think. I think if you if if you're part of that and they use your real names and that kind of thing, look, the company like Netflix makes enough money to go to the families and say, "Okay, look, do you want us to donate money to whatever Mm -hmm. or to you know, give them something, you know, not, not that monetary is monetary stuff is going to help, but look, they're going to tell a story regardless. Yeah. And, and unfortunately your family members were part of this story and it's sucky, but as long as they're not glorifying him and, and as from what I understand, they didn't, they kind of really showed you that he was a psychopath Yeah. had tons of issues. Yeah. I mean, the actor had um, to take a break from like to get yeah. out of that whole mindset because it was so gory and so just like fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Well, and just think he and that that guy did tons of the American uh, Horror Story. What was the show he did on Fox? The American Horror, yeah, American Horror yeah. Story. And that was some twisted <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. And just think that he didn't have to we take a break from that. Seasons. Yeah. But he had to take a break from this. But it's, I mean, look, people who've played the Joker have had to take breaks mm-hmm. or die yeah so it when when you when you start getting into the mind of certain things i'm sure it's hard i mean i don't know i'm not an actor um i you know i did i was a wrestler and i did play kind of a crazy guy but i you know i i'm easily can snap in and out of that kind of thing I'm sure it's not easy to learn about people who are mass murderers. It can't be easy, but I'm glad they didn't glorify him. Um, and obviously at the end, you find out that he gets whacked by the guy in mm-hmm. prison and look, 
which is a whole other, if we want to get deeper into that part, you know, in California, if you're on death row, you get an hour of day out of your cell alone. And with, well, not even alone with prison guards who walk in a very small caged um, place in, in death row. They're very, very big on it. So like you, you don't, there's no other human contact. You don't, you're not allowed to actually see people that Jeffrey Dahmer was left alone with another murderer (laughs) says a whole other thing of being set up. So that's a whole other for a whole other show. But I mean, just think about this. That's like letting Charlie Manson go mop the floors (laughs) with a, with another killer. It it just would never happen. you know, right, let, me, so, let me just let that happen. Let me just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And that guards weren't even around when he was doing exactly. it. Exactly. Make that lot. make sense. And, yeah. You know, and, and it's happened since that with other mm-hmm. killers. Um, I saw one where a guy was a pedophile who was left alone with another guy and he got beaten to death. And when they went to, um, Court, the guy goes, oh yeah, I did it. Yeah, he's a pedophile, so I had to get rid of him. He, he the guy was already in for murder. He was like, yeah. So it's not going to change anything for it's him. It's not, and, and it's not going to change the system. The system, obviously, is a whole other problem. Well, and do we really want pedophiles sitting in jail so that they could get out one day to do it again, or is it kind of like, hey, this is a, an end to a means, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, that's a whole other human. I'm like, I'm thinking about yeah, like the I whole mean, surgical cut or the, the, uh, surgical castration and all that stuff. Like there's so many different things for it. And it's like, how do we, how, how do you correct it? Like, how do you fix the nonsense and the fucked upness of humans? How, how you do you don't. fix humans? Uh, they, they say that you can't fix that. Yeah. I mean, I heard chemical castration is the closest thing that actually works that they've interviewed pedophiles who've had it done and they've they've actually said it's the best thing ever because it does it it curves the thought process of that because you have you know it's like becoming a eunuch you have absolutely no sex drive at all it's yeah it, now he, so, but you still have your brain. But you can also yeah, alter the chemicals. It, the in yeah, that. in your brain chemistry to be because like you can also take mm. some medications that will decrease your sex drive so much that you're just like I'm out. And some people will straight up think yeah. that they're asexual. So if you can dial that dosage and calculate it enough, then I could understand chemical castration. I. I I can understand how the thought process would work for it. Right. And scary. Unfortunately, you can't really do that in killers Mm -hmm. because we don't know. Yeah, here, let me give you a shot. Generally, you don't know what happens. Don't kill people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if there was, (laughs) if there was a, yeah, if there was a way to, to fix that problem, we would have done it. Many, many years ago. ago. Now, you you know, you can probably, you know, we we touched on the the Charlie Manson and LSD. Look, we've been doing 
drug trials and tests on people for a long period of time and trying to either get into the heads of people or find out why we've been doing these things. Um, Killing men has been around since the dawn of time. And if you're uh, a Bible believer, Cain and Abel started this Mm -hmm. thing, right? So these aren't things that are ever going to change. We're unfortunately, we're animals. We just happen to stand upright and be a little bit smarter. Um, Other animals kill generally for survival, you know, survival. We don't. And we're just a different kind of animal. It's unfortunate. I mean, I, I hope that, you know, serial killing slows down and goes away, but I don't see that ever happening. And look, we're, we're going to continue to be fascinated by the human brain of why these people snap. I think that's the biggest thing. We want to know why each other are going to these levels. I don't think it's like, oh, they're the coolest people in the world. And there are people who are definitely serial killer groupies. Yeah. I mean, all these guys in prison. They have fangirls. It's crazy. Gang of girls lining up. Fangirls, fangirls. Letters writing them. All of them. Yeah. There are fans of them. There's no doubt. And But I think it's most of the people that are fans of the shows and or podcasts and or things are more wondering what made these people go boom and and snap Mm -hmm. because that's what i want to know how did they get to this point and what are the signs so we can all start seeing these things before before there's 50 bodies and maybe there's only one and we can stop them from doing it again that's what I'm more interested in. Yeah. <clears throat> I would. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, don't, yeah. don't I mean, even put me down for that. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, just, just get you're right. rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to take them all to the uh, farm. Again, again <laughs> yeah. Tina, I think that's a, or an island. <laughs> Look, I, I'm all up for. They had an island. Look what they did on the island. We just <laughs> talked about that guy. No, no, no. No, no. I mean it's wild for them. No, an island just for just for the bad people. Bad yeah. people. I mean, <laughs> there's too much travel going on. I don't think they deserve an island. <laughs> it's called Australia. No. Yeah, but then look what happened to Australia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I what mean, it was really did, to be fair though, like the English didn't know that there were actually other people on it they didn't know that they <laughs> yeah they did that's some bullshit right there I, I don't in the beginning i don't think so because i think in the beginning the english literally they didn't even let them boat to the shore they i'm the only one in, here they threw people it's in the water just me good luck yeah well I that they, was freaking dumb Go no, swim. They, they were just, just like, like Columbus dis- discovered America. They they took a bunch of killers and threw them off a boat and go, hey, there's some land right there. Good luck. You know, and I I don't think they actually knew that there was going to be some kind of native tribe. How would you? But but if you're exactly. somewhere, don't you think other people would be in another place? That's true, but I think that they. I mean, I'm sure. Being, they didn't give a shit. They just didn't want them where they were. People. No, but in, in those times, there were 
small islands in the middle of nowhere. Although Australia is massive. So yeah, that's a, that's a continent. It's not an island. They just but, thought but they were I, so you know, special. They're the only ones on Earth. Yeah. Look, I, I'm all up for putting an island in the middle of nowhere and dropping horrible people on it because they'll thin the hurt. Well, but I what? say we just drop them in the middle of an ocean and let them build their own island. <laughs> Let's do a squid game. Uh, yeah. Do a squid game style. And then at the end, it's just... Yeah. Mortal see but then isn't the squid thing more like then you're just as bad as the person that that you're trying to get rid of yeah but putting them on an island would be the same yeah thing, but it's right? all against and them dump them in the ocean let them get their island it, that's just as bad though. no but it could be like the um what is it the uss indiana um is that the one where they all they floated out in the water. All the sharks. Yeah, got all them. the sharks got them, and then they were um, like eating yeah. each other out in the middle of the sea and stuff. Their skin was like swapping off. Like it, yeah, at the okay, end of the day, the, the ocean would take. Yeah, care of them. The, the Bermuda Triangle. Let's drop them off in there. No, because they could come back. We should do a podcast on on that. the Bermuda Triangle. Have you noticed know that that, that hasn't happened in a long time? I have like, so many theories happened. about it. So many. No, but 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 get this though. They, they, Nobody's but talked about happened it. In like, uh, maybe that's probably true. You know, but because I know, because like for a long time, there was like lots of bad things that happened there. Not to get off the subject of killers, but man, a lot of boats did. Disappear. No, but you're right. A lot of them did. And then what is it? The well, they thought the was it nine seventy three? The Malaysia flight. They thought that that one disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle. That was the last one that I remember yeah. of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. But I was watching the yep. show. We're going to have to do our research. I know. That. Yes, are. that's very true. We should do a show yeah. on that. Hey, it's been an hour. Okay, that has, These been times go by it super does. quick. And, and, and not, okay. to, not to cut us off, we'll, we'll talk a little bit okay. off the air. But hey, uh, any last thoughts on our our serial killers? And And people at home can't see it, but if you look up into the corner there, fellas, do you see where I read it says serial killers in the top? But I no. spelled I spelled it like oh you guys can't see. Did that? you spell it like cereal? Mm-hmm. Like oh, nom nom. I spelled it like cereal. <laughs> like yeah, like like eating cereal. So on my side it says serial killers. <laughs> Such a <Yeah>. dad joke. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You're gonna fix that, right? No, I, I, I will I will fix it when it goes to being uploaded. But on there my side, know. it will always say serial killers. So. I know I'm just the talent, but we I'm, should fix that. <laughs> yes, we will. I'm gonna find something right, let, on uh serial killers, like serial box killers. <laughs> yeah right all right last words anybody Uh, no just just make sure that you stay aware know your surroundings don't take justice into your own hands just be aware listen to your own instincts yes listen to you people don't do that 100 percent. listen to Uh, your intuition i totally agree and and my thing is this is like look we we as a culture will always find a way to um put people in this kind of light it's unfortunate um i think the media needs to slow down mm-hmm. i think stop giving them these cool names just go look we know that there's a killer going around and be careful stop glorifying them to the level of giving them more reason to do something crazy yes couldn't agree more and hey uh this is an opinion show so don't get it twisted you coming back every wednesday and listening and I'm sure Lexi's going to, she has m- more time now, so we can bring her on more often and we'll have 
more uh, opinions. And thank uh, you for being on yes, the show. Thank you so much yeah, for having me always. back. I really appreciate it. Miss you guys. Check, check, check us out on uh, all the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, YouTube music now. And uh, these are actually uploaded to YouTube. And let me tell you, people have definitely been clicking on YouTube. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. Because we got, I think, the first five days on YouTube, we got like 115 or 120 something listens. That's so. awesome. Awesome. That's crazy. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. All right. Cool. Bye. See ya. Oh, my God.